Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 253, the Matthew McConaughey <laughs> blockbuster, <laughs> Gold. Has the McConaissance ran its course? <laughs> Question a lot mark? of actors, you know, like, I, I think this was clearly intended to be Oscar bait. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Swing and a miss. Yes. Swing yes, and a miss. Yes, that is like... The uh, the Bugs Bunny cartoon where he uh, throws the slow ball and <laughs> everybody strikes out in one standing, which is like one two three strikes you're out. That's the way this movie is. Like yeah. he didn't he didn't get more than one pitch. Yeah, he just struck out on one pitch. Well, you know, I will say this before we dig too much into it. I don't blame him. Nope, not, not at, at all. No. Nope. So, but nope. first, before we begin, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. So shameless bugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. You can join the League of Show Sharers. We will say your name in the show. You will be rich and famous, and you can uh, rub it in your friend's face. That's and right. By it, I mean your genitalia. <laughs> Jesus. What? I just, isn't that what everybody wants? Uh, well, well, <laughs> I don't know. So there we go. That That's out of the way. We will now tackle gold. Gold. Uh, yeah. So... This movie, I don't. Does it take place in nineteen eighties? In like, like I think early nineties. I think it is, begins in eighty eight. Okay, but okay, it, but this is the prequel to Fool's Gold, right? I think that's what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's make it sure. Uh, yeah. So we're immediately introduced uh, to Matthew McConaughey's character and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who I didn't recognize him initially. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, he's kind of given her. He, he runs this. He's part of this company, which you don't really know what they do immediately. Then he kind of lays it out that his grandfather was a miner. Like so he, she was a gold digger. She, is what you're no, he's she, a gold. He's digger. a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a gold yeah. digger. So he, you know, he turns out that he's put. You know, his it's this mining company in Reno, Nevada. Um, and then <laughs> it's so like the the whole beginning part of this movie seems so inconsequential. Like there's no reason for any of this because this 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 part of the movie doesn't lead into anything i, I guess know, his depression sent him in a downward spiral but I, I, took it, I don't need it I, I i took it is they're trying to show you that that he had abs at one point no that no, the company that, was that the successful. company was successful that oh. they made a lot of money prospecting gold that yeah. this isn't a pipe dream this is something he's actually done yeah. and done well right and, well, and, and okay. his family has done and yeah. done well also i, I took ahead. it as kind of like a like to show that this to me at least i took it that this was nepotism run wild like his dad was the successful well i would agree with that and if, he's if trying he to like impress girls so and, six, but he i feel like he's also successful i feel like he knew what he was doing i just kind of felt like it was showing that like he probably while his dad was in charge of the business probably messed around more i didn't get that impression I, you know though. i got that impression mm-hmm. until i realized it was bryce dallas howard who would become were they officially married i think 
I, don't I couldn't know. tell if they, they were, were married thing, or not. But they were certainly yeah. in a long-term yes. committed relationship. Yeah. And so, But it seemed like they were trying to show that, didn't it? Like, yeah. with him showing the pictures and being all <laughs> I also, and, I also think, what does it say about me where I was like, this is the best Bryce Dallas Howard's ever looked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> From the early 90s, like that version of Bryce Dallas Howard. She had a little meat on her. She did. Yeah. It worked. It was good. Yeah. yeah. She had well, some, she, I, she had, and I think she had just had a baby. Well, and she also um, was bigger in uh, that Black Mirror episode. Oh, she was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a type. Yeah, that's what that is. So uh, she looked great. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but, but I like. Yeah. I like. I thought it was like. Oh, he's using this. This is how he seduces his women. Yeah. And I think the mis- I think the mistake in that scene was that he shouldn't have given her a gold watch. Yeah. Like he. Yeah. Like he like gives this spiel and then he surprises her with this gold watch to show you the power and seductive quality of gold, gold. And, and his his unique brand of bullshit. Right. And I think it should have been an engagement ring. Oh, I think that that would have been more. So powerful. you're aware that this they, is a, they're actually a thing. Because I thought because I mean he's talking to her, he's giving her the history of gold, and even and, his buddies are like, eh, check, look, 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 check this out. Watch yeah, like them, this is this is a spiel, right. you know? Yeah. And I just thought like, and I I mean obviously it's there for the audience, it's exposition of right. of what he does and how it works, but. I thought it was pretty good patter, but I thought it was this is how he seduces women. Yeah. And so yeah. when this is still his woman five, six years later, when he's at his, at his lowest, at his nadir, Ooh. you know, I, I like so like clearly they're a thing like yeah. that's yeah. not just she's not a gold digger. He wasn't just trying to seduce her or if he did, he he decided he liked her more he liked than her enough. So, you know, I thought that was. Yeah. A little like confusing. Yeah, yeah I can see that for sure. And then, so then we're introduced to Craig T. Nelson. Who? Hey, Craig T. Nelson. I love that guy. I hope like, you don't. I hope you weren't hoping for him to be in the whole movie. I, was, I mean, he was also he like three yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, you do it. Yeah. I'm dead. Uh, yeah, that was surprising. I'm like, <laughs> huh. I, as I'm watching that, obviously, I think Lawrence, the cast of the DC, you know, DC animated, DC cinematic stuff is what it is, and I think Larry Fishburne. It's a fantastic Perry White. If they ever have to recast that, Craig T. Nelson as Perry White, I think would be awesome sauce. Mm. Now, would he have to be Perry Black yes. because he's white? <laughs> that so Perry White is now black. <laughs> yeah, so if you right. have a white Perry you White, you'd be, be Perry, Perry Black. black. Right. Right. No, yeah. to flip I, it. I wouldn't put it past Zack Snyder at this <laughs> point. <laughs> no, it's cool, bro. Like, this is what like, we're just going to have some fun with it. It's no big deal. Uh, he's actually his twin brother. Um, so, yeah, so he kind of... he. Tells Matthew McConaughey's character to take point on this thing, and then uh, he passes away. Like he says, he, McConaughey's doing a, a narration, and he's like, "This is the last time I saw my dad. He died of a heart attack, like right there on the floor." Blah blah. So we flash forward, however many years it is. They don't. They never really tell you. They never give you. They're a little uh, when they get, vague when they get about t- how long it took yeah. for that company to get run into the ground. Well, it was seven years later. Well. They, Did say they say that? seven? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it said seven years later, and then it went to him walking the, with his the, baggy pants and walking around. Which, yeah. So he, I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and this is McConaughey. Like, I, you know, he found he found his mojo again at Dallas Buyers Club, I think is where. Dallas Buyers Club, True Detective. Magic Mike, Magic Mike. He's great in that movie. He's so oh, good. Yeah. As much as that, like that it's movie so gets, it's, it's that movie doesn't write off that movie. That yeah. first one I thought was that a first very one good is movie, a good film. And they and they really, marketed that completely wrong. That was a total head fake. Yep. Yeah. And I yep. can't believe more people weren't upset about it. Yeah. yeah, that movie was way better than it had any right to. Oh, be. they marketed yeah. it to make money. You know, yeah, what I mean? but they like, marketed but it I mean, as look a different at type Mo- of Moana though. Like, or no, no, Tangled. Tangled's the one where they gave like five different trailers. 
and each one felt different and it hit all their markets. So you have the one trailer for the ladies. That's fine. Yeah. But then you give the other trailer where it's like, oh, this isn't yeah. just about strippers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I have to say this movie, at least the first half of it was a complete mess. I don't know who edited this movie, but like tonally the music choices, just the editing overall. I yeah. I just thought this movie is such a piece of crap. From like I, when we get to when we get, first hour, when we get to the Indonesia is where I was like, oh okay, this movie is very frustrating in that I thought it was a really good story yeah. in the hands of a really bad director. Yes, yep. exactly. Because once we got into the story yeah. and something was going on, I'm, I was hooked because I'm yeah. like, this is very interesting. Yeah. Right. But that first hour leading up to something happening, I just thought boring. this is and the, I also, I because also th- of the editing and the directing. It just, it was just so... I also so think if this is in the hands of a different cast, a lesser cast... It's way worse. How much do they yeah. want to be Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Oh, oh or uh, American Hustle. Yeah. American Hustle like, is what I was. All thinking. I could do was sit there and think of other directors yeah. who should have been making this movie. Yeah. Because yep. it's like if this had been a David O. Russell or Scorsese, yeah. and I know that like you, you know, you, 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 you don't, get Scorsese's understudy. Yeah, you don't get Scorsese. You right. get, he does what he wants to do. Right. But but still, we've seen David O. Russell in a while, have we? Bop the joy. Yeah, he that's, that was a David O. Russell yeah, movie. Yeah, of course, of course. That Jennifer yeah. Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, it. that's Ooh, the that's, law. That's his. Yeah, <laughs> but no, we have, and it was crap. It was like a year ago, yeah, okay. and it sucked. That was longer than that. Well, it was like was, a it was year, this time last year. A Christmas it was. movie. It was yeah. a Christmas movie. Yeah. It was. A, uh, it was another uh, Oscar bait. Remember movie. when it snowed at the end, and she stood under the the window because that it was wasn't snow meaningful. <laughs> Remember how artistic that was when sure. she stood under a window and got snowed on, and then the movie ended like what. <laughs> in the middle oh, of texas man, i just bad. like what is happening <laughs> yeah. but anyway i just yeah i couldn't help but to think of movies like american hustle and wolf of wall street really came to mind because yeah. they sold it just like they sold the jordan belfort story with him starting up and hooking all these people for money and promising them things that didn't yeah, exist but i feel like jordan belfort knew he was screwing them over no, I mean he still he still didn't have anything when he made this money. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Like I see. they so tried yeah. to be Wolf of Wall Street and were so not talented. Yeah, to but do I, it, but know? I I get I I agree with Joe that I think if this is true, if what they're Jordan saying in the Belford, story, like oh yeah, he was, was a scam artist. He was deliberately sure. ripping people off. I don't this think Matthew was McConaughey not. was deli- he no. was he no. was it was a hard sell to get you to invest yeah. in the, in in this gold mine, but they were really looking for gold. I Right. And if they found it, you would get money. Yeah, like it, you know, like it was, it was, it was very high risk, but very, very high, high reward, reward. Yeah. and that's how that works. But I, yeah, but I don't think I don't he think was they're ever the same people, people. I think that they tried to film the same scenes. Is yes. my point. Yeah. Him cold, cold calling people and promising them based on just hopes and dreams is, is just like the scene of him selling penny stocks. Like yeah. it's just the same scene, and yeah. I just it just it. it it just was so much worse that they were trying to replicate a better movie and the, the editing and the camera work and just in the script overall just right. was so not on par with those other movies and it just wouldn't help but to remind you of better films. And so I was so frustrated that first hour again because about halfway through the movie when stuff starts happening and we'll get there, then I was interested because I didn't know this story and once things started happening, I'm like, oh, okay, what's going to happen? Like I was invested. Yeah. But that first half was a complete mess. It was, it was mess. a little rough. It was, it was, it was a little boring. So, so yeah, he's, he's set up. He, so now his the company that his father and great great grandfather grandfather and father have built is on its last legs it's ran out of a bar yeah it's ran out of the the double tree or whatever it was called uh and so he's he and like i felt like 
they don't make him out to be a swindler. They make him out to be like a dude who was hardworking. He never yeah. quit. He busted his ass. He, he did whatever he had to do to yeah. keep that company, that company and, alive, yeah. and those like those guys that he was working with afloat. Yeah. This guy seems like a good guy. Like yeah. I, they, he's yeah. not a, a villain by no. any means. No. no, I mean they're not. This story it, again is interesting, and I've never heard it. I just wish that someone was in charge of the script that could have presented I don't think, the story. It's a also better. like I don't know if it was the script. I don't like. I think it was the director yeah. that made. You I know, really, like I really I agree. Like it's if I like the story movie has no energy. Yeah, yeah. And that, this, that's the other thing. This he movie should have felt <laughs> yeah. like a shot of adrenaline. Yep. Yes, because yep, yep, I mean yep. it's literally about people chasing gold. Like right. that's like oh my god, we're gonna be rich beyond our wildest. Well, we gotta go go go. And well, like, yeah. there's none of that. And how much energy did Wolf of Wall Street have? Right. And that's about people selling Wolf, stock. Wolf right. of Wall Street felt like manic. Like right. that felt yeah. like. Like I remember seeing it that felt, and be like, felt, okay. Geez. Some movies feel like a shot of adrenaline. Wolf of Wall Street was about cocaine. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like that yes. was that was a line of coke. Yes, but that brings like, me, like the good scores. Like he the knows good stuff. He knows a thing or two about cocaine. <laughs> just a little, just I can a little bit. You. <laughs> but you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's my next point. I turned to Katie in the first fifteen twenty minutes, and I go. I think Matthew McConaughey is sleepwalking through this movie. Like, it's not his fault, but, like, right. there was no... The director should have been there to say, pick it up, turn in a different performance. This is not right for this film, you know? Do you like, think McConaughey's on the level now where a director's a, a first-time director would be... Was this ter- a first-time director? I don't know. Oh. I'm just saying, like, maybe. But, I mean, like, uh, let's say for the sake of the argument that he is right. a first-time director. But this a movie- first-time director on this level. How about that? With working with, you know... An Academy was Bryce Dallas Howard ever nominated for an Oscar? I'm not sure. Oh yeah, Lady in the Water. That's what it was. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it lacked like, any kind of energy. But do you, it was do you so think slow. that like a director on you know, I, it was you go back to Richard Donner in Superman, where he had Brando, and it didn't matter what Donner said. Like Brando was going to do what he was going to do, and, right. I, and I don't. Maybe McConaughey is too I big for his britches. Kind no, of thing. I don't think that. But I think it, it's possible that a, a first-time director working with uh, a guy the level of McConaughey would be a little bit intimidated to tell him. But it's his job, not, and he should have. That's the that's well, the problem. Is that, like McConaughey. I, I get there though, to, if you're an inexperienced director, you're gonna have a hard time telling Matthew McConaughey in, in, right or just being like hey man that wasn't exactly what we were looking for can you do that again yeah and he this direct he's directed uh abandon Syriana that's uh, another isn't oh Syriana is the Clooney one or is that also a McConaughey yeah, one it's Clooney okay yeah I was trying to remember okay yeah god that was boring that was boring uh but uh and then he went into he did two tv movies Metro White City and then now he's directed Gold and then oh. he's directing another movie called The Division. He wrote the screenplay for Traffic. So it's oh, like, wow. man, that should have, you know, if he would have written this movie. Maybe he's a better writer than he is a director. But he, I think he wrote this too, though, didn't he? Or maybe oh. he didn't. Oh, no, he did. See, he didn't do the script yeah. on this. See, that's the problem. Because if this movie would have been written, in, you know, with the kind same of like the tone of Traffic, of, of traffic yeah. it would have been good. Take this story with that flair. Did you, you not like Traffic? No, I remember. It's been okay. a long time, right. but I remember yeah. enjoying Traffic. Okay. Maybe so, 
crash. Yeah, but I just I couldn't believe it. It was it was after we were first introduced to him seven years later, and he was kind of narrating his where he was now, and you see him in the bar, and I'm just like, this movie is way too quiet to be effective. Yeah, it was just way understated, and it should have been so much more. It it, it just didn't work. Right. For so, the tone. Yeah. So he he's he's hustling. He's doing what he has to do to keep this company afloat. He ends up having a meeting with the guy from the Dark Knight who figures out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like that's who that guy is. That actor. Remember in the Dark Knight, there's the guy who works for Wayne Industries who's just like all this yeah. money's missing. That's the this is the guy. Oh, that's it's funny. the same guy. And I was like, you're always a swarmy little. I'm like, yeah. Brick. Well, I looked at it. I'm like, man, that guy. <laughs> always, yeah, I, I know. I, I've seen him before, and he's just this jerk kind of a. <laughs> that that's that line where it's just like, you really think it's a good idea to go after a guy who may or may not dress up like a bat in the yeah. middle of the night? No, I'm going to do. He's like, okay, good luck. Yeah. Uh, so he kind of he sits down with these two guys, and he's like, look, I've got this op- this property, and we've got, you know, we're we're developing all this stuff and he's just he's giving them the the hard sell yeah. Yeah. he's doing and they're just like oh but he thinks he's supposed to have a meeting with yeah. the other guy i really like what they were trying to do here like this was this Where he's getting no respect this should have been really effective like more effective than it was because i love the idea that him and his dad had all these relationships and he's supposed to meet with the big investor and at this point he's just on such a low point and so like but he i can't even get a meeting with somebody he's known his yeah, entire his, life his friend of the family he can't even get and, a meeting with and i didn't realize till later in the movie like that it was that degree of like I didn't like realize he was trying fallen. to meet with basically a family friend. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that either. Made th- that very yeah. clear. I do like where he's like, if you were supposed to have a meeting with, you'd be meeting with. You'd him. be I know. meeting with him, <laughs> wouldn't you? With so, Stacey so Keach. No, is it Stacy Keach or it's, Powers Booth? It's Stacy Keach. Yeah. Okay. So I love I get that. Those two confused. Oh, let's I do too. <laughs> I love what they're trying to do, and I love when it comes back around. So like, I really liked that idea. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. This is one thing I really liked how that ended up. Yeah. So he goes home, and he's just like he's he's bummed like and he gets and he also has a drinking problem but and so he's got Kay played by Bryce Dallas Howard who is just like she never quits like she never gives up on him she's with him the whole time even when he's in like he has hit the bottom of rock bottom I mean he's nowhere left to to go fund this gold mining expedition he's literally pawning her jewelry he's pawning the watch he he gives her the the opening scene which how did he get there I don't remember how he like did he just guess about Ecuador or Ecuador or Indonesia? No, well, so he, he goes he goes there because there's this miner that found this legendary gold strike. Copper. It, not gold. It was yeah. a, oh, it was is that what it was? He was okay. looking for some other thing. That, okay. And, yeah. So he found this and and so but he he's had a little bit of a bad run of luck. Okay. And so he goes and finds this guy to be and like he's just going on a whim? Yeah, he's basically like okay. a hope you, and a prayer. You had a good run of luck and now you're down on your and now you're on, I gotcha. on the skids and I had a great run of luck and I'm on the skids and okay. so we should partner up. Like I didn't figure like, that out. I, I like, can, how did we get because it's like Matthew McConaughey comes from a gold prospecting family, but by the time the generate like his father or grandfather was literally like pickaxe on like the side of a mountain, Gabby yeah. Hayes and, yeah. and Walter <laughs> Brennan like oh, go out there and, <laughs> and find some gold. But now he's three generations later and he knows how to get the capital. But right. he doesn't really know how to go find gold. Right. And so, plus it's a lot more. That's uh, true. Scientifically minded now. Right. 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 And so, so he's going to find this guy and say, you know how to find the gold. I know how to get the capital so you can find the gold. And we'll team and up. Let's go. So and, they, they, and, and I, I like and them together. And I like that scene I like where, that where he's trying to convince him because, like, I thought Matthew McConaughey did a really good job of a guy who's like, 
a good salesman, but not a great salesman. He's in that and, weird area. And like, yeah. and like, you know that he could be right, but he simultaneously reeks of desperation. <laughs> right. yeah. And you don't, and the guy's just like, are you kidding me? Well, it's like, also like he, McConaughey is, you know, he's traditionally known for being in ridiculous shape. Right. So in this one, it looks like he's just pushing his gut out. Like it looks like he's, it doesn't really look like he gained the weight. No, he's just no. sticking his stomach. Yeah, right. Out. Yeah, you, I know. It looks it's like one of those bad. where if he sucks it back in, you're like, oh, there's well, your six it's pack. like when like, you look at his, you look at his back arms. and everything. Yeah, yeah and you're like, <laughs> he's he still like, looks in super good shape, <laughs> but with a stomach. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it could be a beer spot. gut. Like yeah. I get it, yeah. but it's the same thing. We're just like, like that video where the guy's like, how to get abs magically, and he slaps his stomach, and all of a sudden he's got abs. Yeah, like that's yeah. So, but I think he gained fifty pounds. I mean, he did gain weight, but it's just weird because he's the rest muscle. of his body is still in great <laughs> shape. It's just he's sticking uh, his stomach out. You know? But yeah, so he's wearing like a raggedy, you know, shirt. Doesn't fit. He looks like he's had the same suit on for four <laughs> right, days. Right. And then in comes, I think it's, I can't think of this guy's name. You, he was in. He's been in a bunch of stuff. You'd recognize him if you saw him. But he's like in like a very nice. Like white suit with like a blue shirt that's tailored to fit him, and yeah, he's very, very dapper. Yes, yeah. So he's laying out his whole deal. He's like, "Look, man, we can do this. Like, I I believe in you. You got to yeah. believe in me." And the Indonesia scenes were great. Like yeah. this, this is where and and going back to it later in the movie, I enjoyed it too. Like the everything that happens in Indonesia is a captivating story. Like I really like what they mm-hmm. did. So this is where I started to actually pay attention. I'm like, oh, okay, what are they going to do? How are they going to team up? And and I liked their interactions together. Right. Yeah, because I was afraid this movie was going to be just like two hours of like, we're looking for gold, didn't find it. Looking for yeah. gold, didn't find it. Looking for gold, didn't yeah. find it. Looking for gold, found it. Yay. And we I, win. Just, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, is this I what didn't we're going to do? Don't, right. don't be that movie. I didn't yeah. know if they were just yeah, at the very end going to strike gold and happily ever after because I didn't know the story. Well, so once yeah. we started to get <laughs> once we started to get into conflict, I'm right. like, yes, okay, now we're on board. So they get everything squared away and they're, you know, they McConaughey kind of calls back to his buddies back in wherever they are at Reno. Yeah. And he like has them. He's like, look, man, sell it and we'll get, we yeah. need, we need X amount of dollars is the number. And we, he's like, how much, you know, they're selling, they're trying to get as much as they can. He's like, how much did you get? He's like two twenty five. He's like, can you make it work? And he was like, I can make anything work. Yeah. And they get like enough stuff going where they, they've got, you know, mining equipment. They've got these miners. They've got everything yeah. coming in. And in hindsight, now that you've seen the movie, I it makes more sense now of how he makes it work. Yeah. Like, how oh, he, yeah. How does he take a number that he came up with 700 and he's like, I'll make 225 work? Like, I oh, get it. Oh, totally it. makes I sense. I get it now. So, yeah. Anyway. So, they're they're digging and they're doing their thing and they're, you know, the the they're... I didn't realize that they're just, like, coring. So, they're just taking out, like, cylinders of the earth. And, so, and, if and, it ha- and then if it has enough gold, then they'll... They'll then, start. Then they'll dig there. Yeah. I, yeah. I never knew that was a thing. Like, I had yeah. no idea. So, they're sitting there getting these samples back, and there's nothing. Like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And finally, McConaughey comes down with malaria. Yeah. Which I liked the scene where he's just like, I don't care. Like, just keep... Di- like, he, like he keeps coming in and out of, like... Be- basically a delirium right you know and he finally says he's like just promise me that you're gonna find something yeah and he was like okay you're not gonna let me die it's almost nothing. like that scene in teen america where he's like she's like just promise me you'll never die i promise i will never die <laughs> yeah uh so he wakes you know he, he comes back three weeks later but at the same time like the miners had started to quit like they'd all started to walk off because they weren't getting paid, right? And then I feel like his name is Oscar Martinez, but I don't think that's the actor. Yeah, do, 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 do. Oscar Martinez is the guy from Edgar the Ramirez. 
Oh, okay. All Edgar right. Ramirez. Oscar is Martinez is the Oscar from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, this actor was in The Girl on the Train, which was a. Recent. Oh, he was the he's the he's the the psychiatrist that they think that he she's having an affair with. That's right. So I I like this actor. Uh, coincidentally, he was in Joy. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. He was. Oh, the, he's he's the boyfriend. He's the husband. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the okay. husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The lounge uh, singer. I like that actor. Like, <laughs> was, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I like that actor. Yeah, he's like, good. He's a good actor. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So he kind of... So that... Uh, he wakes that up character, three. Well, that character kind of starts going to these villages. Oh, does he give them clean water? He yeah, teaches he, them how to he, get he clean water. He gets the okay. materials and stuff to, so they can have clean water. And right. so then the villagers agree to work for him because... They know that's that's a big deal. That if you don't have, have clean water, then that would be a very good thing for you. Correct. I did like it when uh, at In and Out of Delirium, McConaughey wakes up and goes Just constantly smoking. I, well, he's <laughs> I like how yeah, I was like he's sick and he's smoking the cigarettes. Yeah. But no, I like it how he's like there's fifteen hundred dollars on this Mastercard and three hundred dollars on this diners <laughs> club. It. Yeah, use it all. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember at Blockbuster, like we uh, on our keyboard, right? You had Visa, Mastercard, Discover, <laughs> yeah, diners whatever. club. We had to, like, but you had to hit like. Control F to and get the only. I had one in the ever? thirteen years I worked I like, there. Is that even still I had around? One person use a I mean, I didn't even club. think Diners cr- Club was around in the nineties. Uh, no, I had one person use it. But wow. so you could actually yeah. put money on that. I, I, I thought it was. Just, I don't know what Diners Club was. Just is. a membership club to was, go to a restaurant. No, Diners Club was kind of the first credit card. I think. Wow, like, oh, it really? Was, that was like, and it was it was for so you go like, to restaurants and, it was, and charge. Yeah, a it was meal. primarily it was and it was for like businessmen. So you would go out to eat and you would need to charge your dinners and keep track of it. And like that's at least, oh, at least oh. that's how I remember it. Yeah. I, you so know. we didn't grow up with that. But every no. time I saw it, I thought Diners Club just meant <laughs> you got like discounts at different restaurants. I had the guy hand it to me, and I was like. Huh. Yeah, Diners Club. I'm just going to type that in because I don't know where that key is. It's a, it's a charge card company founded in 1950. Uh, wow. it was well, there the, were credit cards in 1950. It was the first independent credit card company in the world, and it established the concept of a self-sufficient company producing credit cards for travel and entertainment. And I think where Mastercard and then Visa beat it out was that originally Diners Club w- was primarily for restaurants, right? And that. And that MasterCard was like, well, what if we could do this at all businesses? Ah. And so that was where they kind of beat it, you know, was like, well, at some point it was like, restaurants. it was like, well, what do I want Diners Club for? Because I can only use it at restaurants and maybe hotels where I can use MasterCard everywhere. everywhere. So I'll just use my MasterCard at the restaurants. Little did they know is cash was just going to become obsolete altogether. Yes. Yeah, that's, nobody uses that anymore. So I was correct. It was the first. You were. Credit yeah. card. Look at you. Huh. That's why we have you on the show. Tom. Every once in a while, yeah. weird things lodged in my <laughs> old timey reference. That's an old timey reference. <laughs> that's old timey reference. Yeah. So he, he wakes up with the uh, you know the three weeks later with a uh, pulling a little trickaroo on him. You oh know? yeah, he's just like, is it good news? It's not good. It's not good. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and of course, you know, that was a good scene. Like he was just like, we did it. And you know, and you and felt his underwear he, jumping on oh, the other yeah, guy. That was hilarious. Uh, where like the dude put everything into this and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, we're going to make it. So he goes home. See, again, I think that's the problem is with the director because it felt a little bit hokey to me with him jumping on him. And like, I didn't feel the energy of them really. I did. I saw what they were trying to do. I get that they were excited and all that. But with the camera angles and the way it was filmed, I'm just like like I could always see the strings being pulled. Yeah, it Uh didn't feel like a professional film. It didn't feel like a legitimate film with a director that knew what he was doing. Was it McConaughey's shot? Is that what it was? Yeah. No. And it's like, man, even if they were doing the same thing, but a different director like Scorsese had the camera 
I feel like that scene would have been ten times more like powerful. It, I feel yeah. like it's not fair to talk about Scorsese. Like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Oh, I was just throwing that out. Oh, okay, I think, okay. No, no, no. I think that if uh, yeah, I don't think Scorsese is the only director yeah. who could handle the material. Absolutely, but, but I just I not his panache. I just mean if a competent director, if someone, this movie had no style or yeah. or again energy. That's exactly. like it should have been like that camera should have been moving and exactly. whipping around exactly. and like. But I feel like there were shots like that. Like when they come over that that hill. And you see, like, the mining site that he wants to go to. Yeah. Like, that's a huge scene. There were a couple. Like, that scope is massive. There were a couple like that. But overall, but again, see, every scene It should have been used for the more yeah. boring stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know, see see, like, bring like, it. you know, Wolf of Wall Street and American Hustle, mm. Social Network. Yeah. Like, they use camera work to inject action into the scenes boring that are that are boring yeah. subject matter, and so so like yeah. you know it when they're explaining, or even to a lesser degree, what was uh, that Steve Jobs movie with that Aaron Sarkin, Sarkin yeah. wrote? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the Fast like, Bender one. Yeah, like I mean, that was just people like. Screaming at each other for sure. two hours, but that camper Man, was going. That camera has to be a character, and like yeah. so when they were celebrating, instead of doing a wide shot with them jumping like twenty feet away from the camera, do a circular shot around them and get up close right. and put some flair to it. So like, I just felt like every scene was so understated. It felt so dull compared sure. to the same exact actors. It's not the actors; it's no, the camera right. work, and it's this director, and that's yeah. the problem with I this see what movie. You're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, yeah, sure. they're celebrating, and Matthew McConaughey, yeah, it's funny, whatever. But man, it could have been ten times better. Right. And that's how I felt all throughout with these scenes, and that's what was so disappointing because when we get into this story, you're like, this is a compelling story. Like, it's a it's, very good story. Tom's absolutely right. It is a great story. Just not handled very yeah. well. Yeah, I was I was totally invested in in, yeah. in the story. Once we aspect. once we get to Indonesia and we are off to the races, once I was they in quote the unquote find time. gold. I was in spoilers. <laughs> well, that's what we do. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Uh, I said quote unquote. No, I know, but I. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though, once they did that, I was in until the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I cannot believe that. Who movie. also shows up at the end of the movie? Tony Kibble. Like, the guy from Black Mirror that I think is awesome. Oh, and he was, yeah. He's yeah. showing up like randomly, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm invested, and I'm also spending the entire movie going, God damn, I wish this was better. Yes, exactly. I felt the exact same. I way. could not believe that they were able to, but I wrote this movie off that first 15 minutes, and you know, the first hour was pretty bad. <laughs> but like after 15 <laughs> minutes, I go, this is just a piece of trash. I don't know how I'm even going to find anything. I, I was constantly trying to get everybody not to see this movie. <laughs> like, are we sure we're doing <laughs> but, this but, one? But, but no, I'm glad I did though because of the story and like again an hour into it i was like i cannot believe i'm interested in this knowing how it started yeah and they did with the story but anyway so, so yeah they, they find gold he gets home and then they're again we're off to the races we're like they're they've got more investors and their stock yeah. is starting to jump and they move they back. get stock yeah they get stock sorry uh his company was not publicly traded right yeah. so it becomes publicly traded they it get their old penny stock to who's the guy that they team up with who is that guy he looked with a sh- bald head i couldn't recognize him was he on house of cards and i think oh he yeah was it's, the, Cor- it's Corey stole he was, was he, he was a uh, yellow jacket and i would say he's the villain okay. in yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. he I'm was like, also that guy's great like that guy doesn't get a lot of credit but he was on there was a show on stars called the boss i think with kelsey Grammer, where he was the mayor or that was on showtime i think it was on stars i'm pretty sure that was on showtime either way that show was awesome like uh, the first season but he's like on that show he is kind of he's like a down and out kind of politician like a street politician Mm -hmm. um 
that's got some demons, and then Kelsey nope, it was on stars. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Nuh. Don't get I'm to do that very often. I don't. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I, I couldn't. But he's like, him, he's but, so good. But yeah. he was also he's he is bald. Like he's naturally yeah. bald. But so there's a show. He was on a show on FX called The Strain. Yeah. Where they give him this awful wig. Yeah. And it is like that's a GDT show, right? Yeah. Uh, what GDT? What's the yeah uh, yes yeah yeah, yeah. didn't he produce uh, that or whatever he wrote he created it, it? He yeah created it. Yeah. yeah chuck hogan and gdt yeah. yeah guillermo del toro for oh, our people like yeah grand, Tom, grand I, theft <laughs> detroit <laughs> yeah so that'd be gtd shut up <laughs> oh, <I'm saying. laughs> so that the he they're off to the races and they're making money hand over fist and they don't really know like he has never been in this situation so he's not really savvy but he's also super headstrong about this fine like he's like it's mine it's it's ours they also i should say they sign a contract on a napkin that yeah says we're half we're 50 it's 50. basically like there's no it's just 50 50 50 50 yeah you get and half, then matthew mcconaughey is like i like keep it he's like he's like i'll get your copy he's like no nah, whatever know. he's like mm, keep and it. i will say like the entire time he says he's like it's not about the money yeah i just want to find it right and that's he's co- so invested in because i have a conversation with somebody about the end of this movie about like what did he really know and i don't believe he knew a thing i have to believe he didn't know a thing. i don't think he i yeah. believe i, I think he was too that dumb yeah that's and not, I I don't he was, not a bad I he was, way i don't even oblivious i won't even say dumb i think ultimately he was too honest Oh yeah, you know yeah. he no, was a hustler, true. and yeah. he would hard sell you. But I don't think he would. No, I don't think he, he would ultimately artist. steal yeah. from you. No. you know? I think he had, he's the heart of gold. Like yeah. he didn't want to hurt anybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ta-da, so there's the, your tagline. The, the, yeah, the main the main problem with this character that 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 hurts him throughout the movie until the end is that it hurts he, him twice. He he is just. He, his his uh, grandfather started the company. His father made it very successful, and the, you know, under his, his gran- command, I think it's his great grandfather. Yeah, and under his command, though, the company d- fell into ruins. Which wasn't his fault, though. Like they kind of say, like we hit a recession, and yeah. we hit this, and like. But it's so- like, but, but he's trying to restore his good name, and so that's his goal, and so he kind of sets logic and business to the side and he has more heart. He's just sure. I want to make my name something again. And so, so that was what was most important to him. So eventually, you know, uh, their deal kind of gets, tries to get bought out gets, by the well, number. Well, first they, they, they sign on with, with Corey Stoll, yeah. I think is his name, who was like this third party investor yeah. who was going to manage their funds. Yeah. So they need money. We've so also, when you we find also, gold, you need money to dig, to oh create yeah, a mine. For he sure. hundreds of millions of dollars. So he, so. Go, he goes back to Stacy Keach, and they have this great meeting where you know he's just like, "Yeah, well, of course I'll invest." And then you've got the guy in the corner. Yeah. I love again. I love what they're trying to do here. And he could have. And this is the scene where I was like, "This is this is the scene where I think it's solidified." Matthew McConaughey's take on this character that he's not a bad guy. Yeah, because he had every opportunity to. Sh- or that guy, that other guy, and, and that's was, what I thought he was going to do. But, but he's he was like, just like, "I want you in charge of my affairs. I want you in charge of my account because yeah, he knows he's got this guy by the balls." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> I, and I did love that moment again. Like that was clever, and I, I really liked it. Right. Um, I just feel like I wish they would have set it up better in the beginning. That's the problem with that first meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I like what they were doing and going for, but they should have set it up a little differently. Right. So now we fast. So now he's living the high life. He's he. They're living out of the out of a hotel in Reno. Uh, they're. They've opened the stock market and they're having this massive party. And Kay, this entire time, who's kind of been just standing off to the side and just being like his support system, she's there no matter she, what. This like, is she not where she them. she doesn't want to be here. But yeah. this is not the life that she wants. And she says she's like, I'm happy working at 
the she wants store. comfort, but she doesn't need. She doesn't need all of this. Yeah. Well, she also realizes how fake it is because she hears, she hears Corey Stoll talking. Corey Stoll is talking to this guy, and he he basically relates. His Matthew name is Corey Stoll, right? Yeah, I looked him up. I'm not gonna keep saying this. Yeah, guy. Corey Stoll. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, oh, Corey Feldman. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, he's in a bar talking to another business associate. And he calls he, him like a he, hick or something. Well, he raccoon, relates to a raccoon. raccoon. Yeah. So she overhears them talking bad about him, and that's when she realizes that all these people aren't his friends. They don't right. care about him. And so she tells him that. <laughs> Meanwhile, and at the same time, is it Alice Eve? Is that who that is? I don't know who that girl was. I think she was in Star Trek. I think okay. she was in the second Star Trek. Okay. I mean, think- meanwhile, you know, he's loving the attention, and he's talking to this female. He's that- got like a, a, the typical '90s blonde. This one is a gold digger. Yeah, yes. like this absolutely. one absolutely, and she like she kind of says she's like, look, man, I just want to get out of here. And he was just like, why don't you back me up, or why don't you do this? And you never, you never believed in me, and it was just kind of like two K. But she did, bro. Yeah, like yeah, two K. Well, Sorry. he was very drunk. I mean, this is the thing: he had money, he had success, he has beautiful women giving him attention, and right. so he was drunk, not just on alcohol. Literally, he was drunk, but on he was drunk power. on success and power. And so he was forgetting this woman that was there, Rachel for him. Taylor. Okay, I was way off, <laughs> and so yeah, so they they have this blow up, and she leaves him at the hotel. Yeah, she she bails, and it's funny. Oh, she has everybody watched Jessica Jones? Yeah, she's Patsy. Someone. She's Patsy Walker. Is that her know. friend? The, yeah, it's uh, Hellcat. Okay, okay, yeah. Who is an old man? When they brought that character on the show, I was like, wow. Okay. Well, they <laughs> only have so much to work with. Yeah, these they characters are officially like, running are, out of superheroes. <laughs> yeah, they are using the characters yeah. they have at their disposal. Uh, yeah, so she, and again, like now, so she was wearing like a very 90s popular style of dress. But when he goes upstairs, she's in like a tank top and jeans and like a, just a regular old jacket and she's leaving. Uh, so he goes like, she leaves. He's just like, fine, go, you leave. And then he goes back the next to living. They're this, at a party. And then, you know, this girl is in the, you know, they're hooking, they're going to hook up and blah, blah. And then here comes Bruce Greenwood. Yeah. <laughs> who I love Bruce Greenwood. Anytime he comes, but he's doing, like, I didn't know what accent he was doing. And that, like, I think he was Australian. Yeah, I he think. was doing something. I I couldn't really tell either, but it was a, but, he was putting uh, out a very. He did. A, he does a great Batman voice. He huh. was the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne and Batman Under the Red Hood. Nice. He was very good. He was um, Kennedy in Thirteen Days. He was. He? Yeah, yeah. He was also. Oh, he was. He was also uh, Mark Harmon's replacement on uh, Saint Elsewhere. Mark Harmon left, and they wanted a new heartthrob doctor. They got Bruce and, Greenwood, and huh? he was the heartthrob back then. Yeah, All right. he played a real douche. And, I uh, could see that too. He was the president in uh, National Treasure. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But he played a real. And I remember the storyline is he ends up he like doesn't want to work on gay people because he's afraid he's going to get AIDS. Is that right? And then he's. I mean, he, he was quite the heartthrob back then. Yeah. I mean, he was. Oh, for the sure. Long, the long yeah. hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. eighties mullet. Back 80s when that was hair. Thing, yeah. you know? Wow, the, and, the MacGyver mullet. Yeah, and uh, the Lethal Weapon. The, uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. that's it was. Right. Yeah. But uh, um. But yeah, I remember the storyline. He's working on someone who has AIDS, and he has to give him a shot, and he doesn't want to, and he wears gloves because he's like he doesn't want to touch him. And then as he's there's some sort of happenstance, and as he's turning around, he drops the needle, and it lands on him, oh. and he ends up giving himself. Eight. Are oh, you, you serious? Yeah. You, you, I think you and Dan talked about this. Yeah, St. Yeah. Elsewhere what? is such a good show. Oh, such man. a brilliant show. Yeah, he was also in uh, Eight Below with Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. So, so anyway, so, so his he, character is like the number one gold he owns, miner. He is, but he's not anymore. Like now, he's not? No, no, his company no, is no. no. Like in this, 
it it becomes like they say he owns the most gold. Yeah, they like said in he, the world. He has but, the most gold claims in the world. But now, yeah. but now they say McConaughey kind of says he's like not anymore. He's like, well, well yeah, according to their find. Yeah, but right, 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 right. McConaughey's That's in the, the process of surpassing him because of he found ten, the, the the purity yeah, of sure. their yeah. ten million Correct. ounces of gold. Or I just yeah, mean, right. no, this guy is the number one guy. Yeah, and he's like, so this is how, and he gets out of the pool, and it, I like this scene where he's butt ass naked. Yeah, I love that. And he's just like, so this is how it happens, huh? Yeah, and he was like, yeah, and again. Would have been so much better with a different director. I know yeah. that's the yeah. problem. Again, it's just uh, too understated, right? You know, right. but yeah, no, I, I liked. Again, I liked and the you idea. Could see it I liked getting the, set up so much. You could, yeah. like, you it knew was, it was like you knew there was, it was no like surprise or like haha. It was right. just like you're like oh, oh. this is where we're so going. So we're just going to continue this story. And then he then. did it. Right. Yeah. So so then fast forward and then uh, they're in a, they're in a meeting and I like so in every meeting they'd had so far like they'd both been there. So I thought where this was going to go. Is he was going to sell the comp like sell it, and the other guy was going to get pissed because right. he was not involved in the deal. It's not the way it goes. Um, well, again, because he lets his hubris he lets get his, the his ego get the better. So they offer the offer is three hundred million dollars, and it becomes like they but still they have, take they, his name off the. They claim. take his name off the claim. This guy gets the claim, but they always get like a percentage of whatever's coming out of there as well as the 300 million i didn't realize that i thought he was just yeah. done for i didn't realize i got a I thought it was I think, uh, yeah i think they got like 15 percent no that's later is on that, this, oh, this is maybe just, that is they're just buying him out yeah okay this okay. is 300 million dollars 300 million dollars in like 1991 yeah i mean he turned conservatively was he like, turned what? this down all he had to do was do nothing i mean i know he put the work up and the risk but it was a big reward well, he says he's like they're taking my name off of it right yeah it's, and it was it's all about because of the name. name yeah that's all it was about he didn't right. care about the money and he says it. he's like it's not about the money but that's all he had to do and this is where his partner is gonna get mad yeah <laughs> so but you also you know for all the the kind of grief he takes for being too proud to let them take his name off of it. They could have made that deal if they had just called it, if they left his name on it or even hyphenated it yeah, and right. said it's the whatever yeah. Wells mind or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, but you know, so at the end of the day, they're just as proud and arrogant as uh-huh. he is because they let a deal. They, they just as much let they, a massive they deal lost. Go- Ultimately, more money than right. he did. <laughs> ultimately, <over> <laughs> they made out great on the deal. Yeah, ultimately, yes. they yes, <laughs> they yeah. did very well. So he ends up like they. We flash back to Indonesia, and all of a sudden, the military is showing up, and yeah. they're shutting the mine down. So he calls, he calls back to the United States. the The partner calls back to the United States. He's like, "What the f- is going on?" And he was just like, "Look, uh, here's the deal." And he tells him the whole well, story. And, and his partner and he's just like, like "You signed idiot. the deal, right? And he you was made like, a deal." I was going to, but they and wouldn't then, put my name on it. You know, it turns out it was both their names. Yeah, in fairness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it turns out that like Bruce Greenwood's character has all of these ties. Yeah. to the one so guy. It was the basically the yeah he has so many connections from all his years of doing this. Right. That the basically. He just shut him down. Matthew McConaughey wasn't smart enough to get that the offer was, we will give you all this money, or we'll just kill it. Screw you, we'll just take it. Right. We, we have enough juice that we'll, we can just... And that's what he says. He we can like, just step in and take they, it. They keep talking about that my family and all this money, and then they were going to take it anyway. And see that, and yeah. that's, again, to your point, Tom, he's too good of a person. He didn't even think someone could do that to him. I also think he's right. too dumb. He just, like, he's not that... Bi- he wasn't that business savvy that he thought that Well, Bruce I don't Greenwood think it's would. dumb. I think it's just... I think you know he has. I don't know that for all their their gold mining that they've done international work at this level, right. and so like he doesn't really get 
how shady it can get when you get into these other countries because in America there there is going to be a system of laws and protections sure. and I'm not saying people don't get screwed but not like this right where where they basically picked up the phone and said we want that and then okay, the government okay. stepped in and nationalized it and took it right you know so now that now their company is collapsing like the company's collapsing again their, their stock is, are, their stock is yeah. plummeting uh McConaughey Oh no! This is later. So he ends up devising, like they end up figuring out this deal where they go and talk to the son of this Indonesian of the like the president of this country. Yeah, and they work out this deal where the they'll sell the they'll sell this guy the mine. They'll get fifteen percent. They're going to cut. Yeah, they're, they're going to cut, cut the him kid. In. In, the, the, right, the son the of the idiot. dictator in on the deal. Right, they try to give the, the son's son a playboy. The son is also he's your typical stereotypical mob son, quote unquote. Yeah, where like the mob boss is like the dude that knows what's going on, and then you've got the idiot son yeah. who just keeps screwing everything up. Yeah. Uh, unless you watch The Godfather, where Michael doesn't screw anything up. Well. Well, one of the sons knows how to Sonny. do it. Sonny kind of knows how yeah, to do it. And too, Fredo is a Fredo, Fredo's yeah. a... Oh, Fredo. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, so then basically, this would be the son's way to redeem himself. Speaking so of that, you know you can't find that Godfather saga anywhere? What do you mean? Oh, like the re-edited, the re-edited version? version? Yeah. It's impossible. Oh. I tried. Right. Uh, anyway, so yeah. So he, he cut the son in. And this they have effectively cut out the bank... Right, and they've cut out Bruce Greenwood. So for them trying to do screw them, Matthew McConaughey over Wells over and his partner. Now they're doing the exact same thing. Well, they've just cut out the bank they've and the financier, right. you know. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. So now they've kind of had the leg up. Aha! <laughs> and they're only getting fifteen percent, and so but it's still like what's the what's the guy's name again? Corey Edgar. Oh, Corey Stoll. So so he ends Corey up Stoll. saying so he's talking to his boss and he's like, "That's a terrible deal. That's fifteen percent." Yeah, he's like, "What's fifteen percent of like one billion dollars?" Yeah, it's more than that. It's I calculated out. It's four point five billion dollars. So whatever. Like, what's and also like, and what what percentage are you getting, Mister Bad Deal? Yeah, and right. He's, right. Like, he's like, I'm sure you'll I land do, on your feet. Oh man, what a great line where he's like, and that's another line that I liked yeah. where he's it's so understated. Yeah. Like that actor, the the guy who runs the yeah. bank. Is just he's like I'm sure you're laying on your yeah. feet, and he was just like that's great. So see that should be understated. Like that's the that's the kind of line that makes so much more it's right. much more powerful understated. But it's the same thing as him hiring the errand boy. You know, like sure. I love those kind of mo- moments in a movie. And so I like I those love kind of moments were, in movies like this. Yeah, you know I love I mean? like, when it's like stick it to him. You know, yeah. and the good guy wins, and the you know the and so uh, you know he's been fired now because he <laughs> made this terrible deal Poor trying to screw him Corey over. Stole. Anyway, yeah. so now they're back to living the high yeah. life, and everything's great. Um, and then he's out, and all of a sudden, he he's he's out one night. He goes into the he's going into the office, and the people are everywhere. Yeah. And he's just like, "What the throwing f-? stuff at his he's car? Like, what is going on?" So he gets into the building, and he was just like, "What is happening?" And he and so like he's had the same like ring of buddies that have been with him from the beginning. Yeah, and they tell him like they turn on the news. And it turns out that the gold they had found uh, is not like the. It was too smooth. Yeah, like there was it something was, wrong with the gold. Like it, so when they pull gold out of the river, it's smooth from because the water, the water the smooth erodes it and smooths it out. Right, and they should have been finding rough gold. And so someone had been, they call it salting, salting, and they they so they had been taking their core samples and sprinkling 
and gold to right. make. So when they sent them off, because they sent them off to an independent lab to have them tested, right? And so they show you earlier like how they there's a big there's a big deal like they how they do take it. this and they put it and they seal the bag Tamper and then they double and, seal it right. and then they and then it's escorted and so you know that it's legit and so like there's really only one person who would have had yeah. access. Well, there's two. Yeah, but you know, but yeah, right. So. But they gotta say, honestly, ultimately, there's, there's really only one person who was hands on who right. could have been physically there because Matthew McConaughey wasn't the there enough. It's right. the other guy. Yeah. And I did like I, so earlier in the movie, McConaughey is kind of talking to his one buddy who's like a cop, who's like a guy who always plays like an office worker or a cop. Yeah. in yeah. the background, and he was like, "Look, put man, some money away. Put some money away. Like this might like, not sell last. the stock while it's sell hot. a little bit of it. Yeah, and, not all of it, yeah. but some of it. Yeah, and put it away, and you'll be fine. And so like he comes in, obviously the stock is now plummeting. And he's just like, well, you put some away, right? And he's like, I thought yeah. I was going to keep going. Up. He's like, no. Uh, and he felt, you know, of yeah. course, now he feels awful. And this is like, this was the scene where I was like, did he know? But I mean, like the way he handles it, he's like, you tell me right now. Did you like the, the his buddy is yeah. like, did you know what the fuck was going on? Yeah. And he was like, I swear. He's like, how could you ask me that? He's like, are you really asking me that right now? He's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, like no, I, I had no idea. And then this is where the, the feds show up. And you find out that the narration of the film the entire time has been his his interview his interview with the feds, which right. again I think could have been yeah. a great reveal. See, could I didn't been. I didn't like how they set this up. They yeah. should not have shown them before this. Right. That was the problem. So okay, most should movies have shown who the feds interviewing them halfway through. The whole time. Oh, because see, here's the deal. So most movies that start out like this, most movies where you're getting interviewed and you go back and tell your story, start out in the interview room. They, or think about a interview with a vampire, right? Yeah. They, they're interviewing him, and they he goes back and tells his story. The wait, girl so how, wait, 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 wait. That's you're right. How does he end up in the back of his car at the end of that movie? Christian Slater. Yeah. Spoilers from oh, you interview interview with the vampire. vampire. Yeah. Like Christian Slater's driving away. In the in his is he yeah. interviewing Brad Pitt? Yeah, it's the Tom Cruise. I can't remember. No, I think he's interviewing Brad Pitt. And then Brad Tom Cruise is in the pops, back of the car. It's the spoilers, the and yeah, yeah, right. So that movie's great. They set up. He's interviewing Brad Pitt, and then he tells his story. Right, right. I'm thinking of other movies. I don't know if it's Wolf of Wall Street, whatever. But movies like this, or, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, they break the fourth wall, don't they? Yeah, he yeah, talks they do. Yeah. The camera. In movies that you're talking to the feds about the story, I like it how you set it up. He's telling the story, and then you go back and the see re- what happens. The right, is that this movie randomly like 45 minutes into it they show him talking to the feds like just kind of a throwaway yeah. scene and it's like you should have like built your story around that it, premise book ended it or you should have had it a reveal yeah, yeah. completely but the fact that concealed they, it they peppered in or salted in for you know uh, <laughs> a couple scenes randomly throwaway scenes it was right. so stupid because it would have been a great reveal yeah. so i'm like wait a minute you didn't start off telling the story like you were being interviewed and then you just were all of a sudden and yeah. i just did not like it at all no that's where the editing and yeah, the way they edited this movie, it was just stupid. It was poor. Yeah, that was that was that was that was not. So anyway, he's telling the feds are now. You know, he he's back at the hotel. The front desk gal is like, "Hey, uh, how long are you gonna yeah. stay here?" All of a sudden, he's like Rufus T. Firefly <laughs> yeah. trying to sneak out of the hotel. She's just like, "We have to settle your bill," and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll be down in a minute." So he goes upstairs, and the feds are there. The feds are already there, and they start doing the interview. Um, and again, like to this, the guy that I keep referencing, we see him pop up and stuff. All that. And I love this guy. Like this guy is so good. He was in um, what's that Liam Neeson one we just did with the monster and the kid, the monster, monster, monster calls, monster calls. He was he was the dad in that. Uh, oh, that's right. He was in that awesome Black Mirror episode. He was in Rock and Rolla. Uh, we won't mention the Fantastic Four. So he's just telling him a story, and you know the guy is 
the Fed, the federal agent, is just kind of like, uh huh. And he's like, so, and we're finding out that, like, looking at Kevin, what was it, Edgar, Edgar Ed, Ramirez? Edgar Ramirez. He kind of is like, like when you go back and you look at these scenes, he's been the guy spearheading. You know, like Matthew McConaughey was passed out for a week. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was gold. He kind of forced the bank deal. He was just like, look, I think it's probably a good idea. And McConaughey believed him. So like this entire time. So now. So he's been playing Matthew McConaughey. And you're you're never going to see him again. And he was like, why? What's wrong with him? And he was like, dude, he pissed off a lot of people. Very powerful This could go one of two ways. And I do. And like the scene, I thought we were watching like what had happened to him. Yeah. So like he's in a helicopter with all of the. Well, your federal police. I think you're skipping some stuff because he. There's the scene where he gets Matthew McConaughey gets the award and he shows up. Oh, and he's like, I didn't think that's right. You he were going to show. Yeah, he gets like the uh, the, um, the the golden golden pickaxe, pick, the golden pickaxe which from Prospector the Prospector magazine. magazine. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. It's called Gold Miners Magazine. Is that right? Yeah, it's called. It's like it, the name of it is so silly, and I guess that's what the thing is really called. <laughs> the magazine well, is called Gold Miners Magazine. I, I I was googling. I did find a prospecting and yeah. mining journal. Huh. Either so, yeah. He gives this yeah. impassioned speech, and then all of us like you know something's up because he gets up and like halfway through the speech and walks out. Yeah, and you never see him again. Uh, well, there's also the scene where they're at the hotel, and he's like. You know, he's like, I went mining for gold, but I found a. I found. <laughs> I like that line and, though. And the guy's like, <laughs> "That's the corniest. That's the corniest thing." Yeah, they, they owned it. It was self aware, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I like yeah. that yeah. line a lot. That was a very funny line. Um, yeah, so he's just kind of like this. Could, he's probably like he was. They found a body, yeah. and this happens before they. It goes from this scene yeah. to them discovering that this is a hoax. Right. Like, this is where and they've this, lost everything. We skipped over and, it. This oh, dro- you're right. This drops in. And he like he he gets this award, the golden pickaxe. He thinks he's, he's made it, like he's you yeah, know. like yeah. And now, oh, that's right. So he gets he gets messed up. He call, ends up calling Kay. Yeah, and you know she doesn't answer the phone. Uh, and then he goes into the office and he's all hung over. Right, and that's where all hell is broken loose. Yeah. that's right, that's right. So he kind of says he's like, well, they found a body, uh, in you know in the fort in the in the jungle, and it it could be him, but we, you know we don't really know. We have to assume that it is. Yeah. Because, you know. But the the face and fingerprints have been eaten by wild boars. Right, right. So when he says that, I was like, well, he's not dead. That's not a thing. I know for a fact he's not dead. <laughs> uh, no. So in comic book movies, he's not dead. <laughs> but in real yeah. life. Right, no, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he kind of like, and the, the Fed is, he's like, look, man, if you, if you believe, if you. You have to believe what I'm saying. He's like, I have to. I'm so in debt at this point. I have to go. Gold Digger Magazine was the name of it. Was oh. it? Is that is that a real thing? That because I remember how ridiculous the magazine was. Because I'm like, was that a real magazine? They called it Gold Digger Magazine. Is it, it just, real? Well, I don't know about oh, that. Right. But in the movie, it was called Gold Digger Magazine. Yeah, I know. In real life, there's there's the I, ICMJ's Prospecting and yeah. Mining Journal. Yeah, hmm. Prospector Magazine would sound like a real thing or whatever. But I just remember in the movie, I'm like, they called their magazine Gold it Digger Magazine. Like a, it sounds like a penthouse knockoff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's just well, yeah. Well, and and you wouldn't call it because gold digging is too specific. Yeah, because right, it's right. also about it's like about silver and copper. And right, right, right. Rare, like you're not just looking for gold. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's just like, look, man. 
I have to figure out a way to get the frick out of this hotel and skip out of my bill. Right. It's like, do you think I would do that? Well, if, and if I had money, well, I had money? What I thought was weird is to me the obvious thing to point to was that he could have taken three hundred million dollars and, and didn't and just skated. Yeah. Like and and he said no because he wanted his name on right. this thing. Right, right, right. And they even acknowledged the, the guy's like he's like, You walked away from three hundred million dollars. He's like, that was a really dumb movie. He's like, it was a dumb but, movie. And yeah. that's but yeah, that all ultimately is what I think clears his name because yeah. if, if he knew he was scamming the whole time and he turned down the money to put his name on it, right. then his name would just be drugged through the mud when he's eventually found out. Right. Right. right? So that would be a stupid plan. That wouldn't make yeah. any sense. Well, this way you're that'd be the best of both worlds. I get the money and you're taking my name off. Yeah. 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 Done. He goes back to like his home town because it's like outside Reno, and he goes to see K. Oh no, no, is that yeah, right? Yeah, after he leaves there, but, he goes to see K. But there's another scene where he goes to see her, and she's talking. Well, that's before like, we it really is. skipped okay, over okay. that. Yeah, where like he, he finds he out fi- that she's kind of like flirting with a guy at he, the. He throws like the a furniture thing, store uh, and so. flowers or whatever. Yeah. And he takes off. So once now, he made his once he got the fifteen percent deal and was that's when he got, that's billions, when he came back. Yeah, he went to right. visit Kay, but it seemed like she was already interested in someone else, else. Yeah. through the presents. Like. Right. So now he's back. Like he's got nothing left. Uh, he goes back. And, and he, she invites him in. It's like you got some mail and things. Yeah. Kinda. Well, then, and it's like, so are you? Like I have to believe, like they're back. They're it seemed back, like they were kind of back to like it's just like it picked up right where they left off. Right, you that's know? what it seemed like. They picked up where they left. He got some mail. And I do like the line where the Fed goes, "Don't go like on any expensive trips or buy anything." Yeah, and the guys and McConaughey's like, "Okay, yeah, uh, like, not a problem." <laughs> right. So he and then there's a check. Like, well, he opens it. Well, he opens, he opens up with international. They talk about that. There's 164 million dollars missing. So that they they end up telling us that this guy has been selling off his stock into different shell companies, and he's you know he's uh, moved all his money around. Um, but now he's the one that made off with all the money. Nobody right. has any money except for this guy. So he opens this international envelope, and inside the envelope is the the, the, contract, the contract on the napkin. Yeah, yeah. and then there's a check. For well, it's a wire transfer to right, an offshore for, account for eighty-two million dollars. Yeah, exactly half of the money that was missing, right. and, and, the, and, then, and the contract says 50 partners. partners. And that's yeah, where it ends. that's where it ends. Yeah, it, you know, I think the story would have been re- it would have been it's really, a damn good story. It's a very good yeah, story. It is, and it's based on a true story. Yeah, and and, uh, and the guy really that that salted the mines, like he really did scoot. Scoot and get killed. They found. Oh, his really? bo- They found his body, and the the theory is that he was thrown out of a helicopter, and they don't know if it was by the government or not. But most people assume that it, it was. was. And uh, uh, but this guy, I don't think ever recovered. B- got this magic check to show up because honestly, like the movie ends, like ha ha, he he made money after all. And I'm like, first off, <laughs> like, well, that's kind of sad because he made this month, like this money. Look how many people got screwed out of money. It, it was like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's it, basically. And he didn't do scheme. it on purpose. He didn't. But right. I don't think that the movie was saying that. that yeah. He did, no, I don't know. either. And because um, the, if he was in on it, they would have just taken the money and ran. Right. And but him getting that money kind of undermines the entire point of him being such a good person yes yeah because he got that money on so but, so many people's bad fortunes but the other just, thing too is how, he can't spend it he can't right. touch it well they, they they have to abscond with it i mean yeah. they have to leave the country eventually right and live on some island like that's the yeah. only way he could spend right. it theoretically right. so yeah it, it didn't really 
like what they were trying to do was a happy ending aha moment like yeah really like clever. oh he I did. got away but it's like if you think about it it's like one he's he made that 82 million dollars on the back because like, yeah. you see his car getting mobbed it's not hedge fund managers no, no. and wall street it's, it's like people Joe the one Q guy Public. he knocks into going into the building hey can you can you just tell me where my money is right yeah. like, it's like just, oh man right. that's hard yeah and so yeah. um but that's also why you don't invest in things you don't understand. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to invest, you you do mutual yeah. funds and you right. where it's diversified, blah, right. blah, blah. But but still, you know, he that you see. So the, he he definitely would that would that money came from John Q. Public. But also, yeah, there's no realistic way for him to spend no. that money. No, they with, have to disappear. Without outing. Himself. He could buy like yeah. groceries. Yeah. And in no. real life, that guy did end up moving to like the Caribbean or something. Oh, but uh, and but somebody broke into his house and like held him hostage like basically demanding their money and he ended up getting out of that somehow huh. and then he died three years later from brain aneurysm oh, oh. well all right so interesting yeah if, but there really was a company that believed all this <laughs> usually with these movies they give you the little bookend where it's just like this is what happened to this guy but if he died three years later of a brain aneurysm yeah i guess well, they and it's heavily fictionalized because the guy the guy's name they changed oh, his name I see, I see. like they you know yeah if, if this movie had been if this story had been in the hands of a better filmmaker because it says at the beginning inspired, inspired by, by not based, based on like yeah, that that's, that's you know the subtle differences of like right inspired by is like very loosely based on is like maybe yeah and then if somebody's really then they'll say the following is a true story a true you don't story. see that very often but you know you saw the texas chainsaw massacre yeah, I think they say this is a this is based on actual events. Yeah, and it sort of is. Yeah, but yeah, if it was in a be- the hands of a better filmmaker, I think it would have been it would have been a Christmas release. Like this would have been this some Oscar was, bait. They thought, and I could I get how if you're on set watching this movie and you you know you think you might have something turning in you know the character yeah portrayal that he's doing, I could see why I you think you it. might have something and mm-hmm. then but when you finally put it together I'm like dang it yeah it's you know it's such a crapshoot when you make a movie I mean a real you know like. You know, we you do this. We do this so often. Yeah, you don't realize how hard it is. There's so many variables that can that can screw up a movie. Right, sure. and then you even when you get all the variables right, sometimes there sometimes just magic happens, and, and like Monster Squad, and it makes <laughs> and it can make a good movie great. And yeah. other times magic happens, and it can make a not very good movie great. Because I mean, like a good example, Jaws. I always think of. Uh, no, I was actually thinking Caddyshack. A Caddyshack oh, yeah. is not a good movie. No, but there's something about it that makes it a great. There's movie. that. It's got a spark. I was thinking yeah. like the mistakes of the shark not well, working and making Jaws, it. That could be a thing too. Jaws, Jaws is like a good example. Sometimes there are like, things there are, can just happen that make it yeah, happy better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I just meant like sometimes a movie, you know, the movie isn't all that good, but the, it's still something. It it rises above what it is on some it's level. Better. Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a movie that on paper should not have worked and it was way over budget and yeah. they didn't know what they were doing and you know and Caddyshack's the same way like it wasn't over budget but like it was just a hodgepodge of scenes with no through line right. and, and, and they fixed it somewhat but it still ultimately is a hodgepodge of scenes with no significant through line and <laughs> there's a golf game that's yeah there's a scene where, like if you think about it there's a scene where she's like Oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and then in the next scene, I'm not pregnant. Right. Like, why is that even in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> why is that even there? But you know what? I don't care. You know why? Piece of ball, Danny. Yeah. Like, I got all the other stuff. Like, yeah. oh, I'm like, oh, are we doing this? And the next scene, no, we're not doing this. Oh, good. <laughs> I think that was the first time I good, saw. Good. I didn't want to do that. I saw boobs. <laughs> like, in that, like, I was like, oh, oh, boobs. 
boobs. Yeah, I'm yeah. scarred for life. I think the first time I saw boobs was J.P. Morgan in the Gong Show movie. Ooh. Yeah. Well, was, I'm sorry for you. That was the first R-rated movie I saw in a yeah. hotel room in Texas. Uh, the first R- Basic Instinct yeah. was for sure the first R-rated movie it I saw. It was like we were, we were in a hotel room in Texas in like 1980 or 81, and it had cable. Oh. That was... That was a big deal. Wow. <laughs> and uh, we were like, oh. And so our choices were Gong Show movie. And I'm like, okay. And then we saw Airplane. And oh, my oh, God. Watching yeah. Airplane for the first time. So it's, it's one of those things that you'll never get back. Talk about the joy of discovery. Yeah. Like, I mean, just like we had no idea. Like, you know, my sister and I, we didn't even know what it was. Sure. We were just like, okay. And this thing just kicks in. Oh, man. And, and it's oh my stop. God, I don't know that I've ever laughed that hard at a movie <laughs> in the rest of my <laughs> life. Yeah, that's good I stuff. I mean, what a great movie to find when you're 10 and or 11 years to old. To find, like, without any... No, knowing nothing about walking it. Walking in cold yeah. and then someone handing you airplane. Go. Oh, it's yeah. not... 30 years of people saying how great airplane right. is. No. Yeah. yeah. And I, I tried to do the same thing with Zach. I was like, you should just watch this movie. And he's like, that looks dumb. And I was like, y- <laughs> you're right. It does. You should watch this movie. And then he started showing to his. Yeah. He's like, God, see, see this, this was. He's 16 now. This is when he was like 12. Still, though. Like, that's what it works. About airplane? Yeah. <laughs> Have I yeah. told you about airplane today? Yeah. Ding do you dong. Have, do you have a personal relationship with airplane? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to? Yeah. So, uh, so I guess that's it for this movie. Yeah. There you go. Tom, do you have a video recovery? Ah, uh, no. I <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. Well, sure. The <laughs> American, American Hustle. American Hustle. Yeah. Any movie that's about Goodfellas. Yeah. That has more energy. Right. Than should do. <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, I guess it, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you'd like to continue the conversation online, we will be there waiting for you at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers, where you can join the League of Show Sharers, or you can go to iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We've been getting lots of reviews in, yeah, and it's so been nice. Good. Like we've, it's we, we've really like we had stalled out for a long time, and we seem to turn a corner, turned a corner. So that's very nice. So hopefully, if you like the show, keep them coming. We love, we love hearing them. So um, that's it for this time. I guess next week the movie du jour will probably be the, the space between us. Oh. It's like, uh, yeah, we were talking about it before you got here. I think it's oh, like, no. uh, it's like it, Jonathan Green wrote a space movie, Great. and then the guy who did. Fault in Our Stars. Oh, name. it's got the guy from uh, Aja Butterfield. The Aja en- Butterfield, Ender, yeah. Ender's Game Kid. Gotcha. Yikes. Well, that movie wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. Yeah, so yeah, it's Harrison Ford's fault. I actually, <laughs> I actually kind of like that movie. I've never seen it since we talked about it, but something about that movie I enjoyed. I don't know what it was. But I mean, it's it's. I didn't hate that movie at, its at core, all. It's a decent I, story. Yeah. I mean, people love that book, right? You know? Something I mean, about I, it hooked me, and I think it's yeah. the story, not necessarily the movie, but like having not read the book. Like I enjoyed the story so much that right. I'm like, I like this so like I kind of just want to read the book now. Right. Well, there's a bunch of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you'll have something to do. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, so I guess that's what our movie du jour will be next week. So thanks for tuning in and until next time, the wind blows away Howard and Curtin's gold. <laughs> <laughs>